What's up, everybody? I decided to do something a little different on the podcast. Um, now that I'm one of the radio color analysts for the Coyotes, I shouldn't say one of, I'm the radio color analyst for the Arizona Coyotes NHL team. Um, it's like a 30 minute drive to the arena. So here is uh, the first of, I guess, many episodes of just my pregame thoughts some review of the previous game. And, you know, if you're a Coyotes fan and you like listening to me and want to hear my, uh, my opinions on the game. Here you go. You can listen to them before uh, you get to the arena or before you watch on TV. And I hope you enjoy. All right. I'm going to do something new. So a lot of you guys know that I'm now the radio color analyst for the Arizona Coyotes. And my commute is usually 25 to 40 minutes depending on traffic today's a Saturday so it's going to be a little faster and uh I usually am just listening to podcasts and music and other things to uh you know get hyped up get motivated get excited to uh, get my radio voice on for the big game and I figured man why don't I actually spend this time producing some content for the podcast and I figured uh why not try to you know drive some fandom to the Arizona Coyotes and do a little pregame discussion leading into tonight's game. So uh, just going to be pretty unfiltered here, um, talking about, you know, whatever pops into my mind until I get to the beautiful Gila River Arena, which is where we are broadcasting all of our games, even our away games, which is uh, an interesting, unique challenge uh, this year during COVID. The broadcast team is not traveling. We're calling games on a Jumbotron, which – it's actually harder than you think. So uh, let's get talking about it. Tonight, the Coyotes are playing the Blues yet again. Uh, this will be the, <clears throat> excuse me, sixth of seven games, I believe, back-to-back-to-back, unprecedented as are everything, or as is everything during COVID. Um, so unprecedented stretch here, almost done. Last game against the Blues is going to be on Monday. But Saturday night game tonight, the Coyotes ended up losing last night 4-1, to one, uh, which really doesn't, I don't think, it, it, it doesn't really, um, it's not a fair score, um, a representation of how the Coyotes played. Uh, there were two empty net goals as the Coyotes were trying to catch up with a couple minutes left. Uh, St. Louis scored one, Coyotes pulled the goalie again, they score another, um, and really, I mean, the reason the Blues scored is because the Coyotes were just doing everything they could to throw offense at Jordan Bennington. And, um, you know, the points were pinching down. And if, you know, you have a bad bounce, it, it becomes pretty easy for the opposing team to score. So Coyotes letting that one go tonight. Um, that's really all you can do. I mean, I thought they played well. I think they had a lot of really great A scoring opportunities. They just weren't really able to get enough of those opportunities to the net, right? Like it's one thing to get a great pass in the slot and go to take the shot and the shot never actually make it to the goalie um, because it gets blocked or someone fans on it or whatever. So I think that was kind of a theme last night for the Coyotes offense. So um, definitely going to have to focus tonight on making sure that they get those shots through on Jordan Bennington or whoever's in net tonight for the blues. Um, I think defensively, they actually played really well. I thought uh, the Coyotes cleaned up some issues they were having on Monday against the Blues. Um, 
they struggled a little bit with just keeping their heads on a swivel, noticing, you know, when the third guy high was coming into the zone. Um, and there were just way too many opportunities for the Blues to make those cross-ice passes and force Darcy Kemper to move. He made a lot of the saves and kind of kept the Coyotes in the game so they could win on Monday. Um, but they struggled there. I thought they cleaned that up yesterday, which was awesome um, to see. I thought they looked pretty tight defensively. Uh, the two goals that were scored in, uh, you know, not the not the empty netters, but uh, the, the regular goals on Darcy Kemper, both scored by Justin Falk. He was just, um, you know, he's a sniper and he snipes from up high, a couple great plays. So can't really fault uh, Darcy Kemper or really any of the guys there. Um, maybe could have blocked some shots, cleared out bodies in front, but hey, it's, he's a great shooter and uh, he got rewarded for it last night. Um, let's see. Oliver Ekman Larson back in the lineup last night. It was awesome to see him out there. Uh, and, and I have to say, he looked great. I was super impressed by the way that he played. I thought, um, you know, he had a lot of jump. Uh, he was getting into the action offensively. He was pinching down when he needed to. He was taking uh, shots, which is always something that we like to see out of OEL. Um, I think he uh, played pretty physical, which I, I loved. I mean, I think it's hard when you come off an injury, especially an injury like his, where he took a big hit in the second game of the season against Evander Kane, uh, second or third. But, you know, you take a big hit like that, you get hurt, you're out 10 games. It's, you know, it's kind of human nature to come back and play a little timid. And he didn't. I thought we saw probably one of OEL's more physical games that, um, you know, we don't normally see. So that was exciting to watch. Uh, Really, you know, pumped to have him back in the lineup, as I think all Coyotes fans are. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the Johan Larson. So going from Ekman Larson over to Johan Larson. So, uh, Johan Larson, third period, couple minutes left, gets a call for a hit to the head. Um, you know, he's, he sat in the box, he served his, his two minutes and then came out and played the rest of the game. But, um, we just found out this afternoon that he actually got a two game suspension from the league for that hit. And honestly, I mean, I've watched it a couple times for those of you who are listening, who saw it or are going to go look it up. Um, it was kind of an interesting play. I mean, I don't think it was an intentional hit to the head. I don't think, you know, he, he led with the elbow or, you know, was, was lifting his hands or anything like that. I think, uh, you know, the, the blues player who took the hit kind of had his head down a little bit. Um, and so, you know, Larson just wasn't able to connect shoulder to shoulder. He connected, uh, kind of arm, elbow to head. And, and you know, unfortunately, you got to kind of support the uh, – I, I think you have to support the league on that one. Um, I, I certainly don't think it was a malicious play, but I think if, you know, there's a there's a standard as far as what's a suspension-worthy hit to the head, um, if they felt like, you know, Larson's hit was that, then you got to go with it. And I'm not just being biased. I have a very good friend who is uh, – on that committee making those decisions. And, um, you know, she's, she's very, uh, black and white when it comes to her decisions, it's either, you know, it, it happened or it didn't. So, uh, respect that decision, but bummed to see, uh, Larson out. What else happened yesterday? Oh, we had a, uh, <clears throat> an injury, upper body injury for Nick Jalmerson, which, uh, hopefully we don't really know the, uh, 
extent of the injury just yet. We might find out tonight when I get to the arena, but um, bummed for, for Hammer. He has been such a staple in this Coyotes defense so far this season, and he has dealt with some injuries in the past that have kept him out for a while. Um, you know, he's, he's one of the few guys on this team that's won multiple Stanley Cups, so he's a guy that you know, the Coyotes look to for that leadership to really know, you know, what is the example I need to follow day in and day out? And uh, hopefully Jalmerson's all right. Um, But, hey, we're back at it tonight. Big game, another one yet again against the Blues. And something I've been talking about a lot is, you know, (laughs) with the – with a, with a series like this, right, when you play a team back-to-back-to-back, normally these guys, they play a team, and then they play a different team, then a different team, then a different team. It's very rare that you play uh, back-to-back games like this, um, or I should say, you know, maybe three, four-game series back-to-back. So when you're constantly playing a different team, you have to relearn the other team's systems. Um, you know, you're just you're not as aware of what it is that they're going to do strategically. When you play the same team six, seven, eight times in a row, like, you know the X's and O's. You know what's going on uh, as far as what their power play is going to look like, what their kill is going to look like, what their breakout is going to look like. Um, They may change it up a little bit here and there, but for the most part, you know what's going on. And I think when teams are able to get so familiar with one another strategically, they're able to match that. And so when teams in the NHL, guys that are this good, coaches that are this smart um, and put this much effort into ensuring that their guys are matching up against the other team, there's really no strategy as far as beating the other team because they know what's coming. So it really comes down to just tenacity, grit, work ethic, all those things, right? Like which team is going to outwork the other? If we're strategically matched up, the last variable left is going to be hard work. And so who's going to outwork the other other opponent? And, um, you know, I think we've seen that. I thought the Coyotes really outworked the Blues, uh, especially on Monday. I mean, they played from behind the entire game, never quit, came back with 0.7 seconds left, which was incredible, um, and then went on to win in a shootout. And that's just work ethic. That's just, like, refusing to go away, not giving up. Um So I think, you know, the Coyotes, it was their first loss in a couple games last night against the Blues. Um, They've got two more chances here to really stick it to a team that, you know, is really expected to do very well this season. And I think the Coyotes have proven the last few games where they have gotten a few wins that they can compete with any team in the league. So um, Coyotes obviously have a lot to prove tonight. It's going to be a fun, fast, exciting game. These games, when you take out the uh, the goals that were scored on an empty net, I mean, these games are one-goal games. Uh, they're very tight. They're very fast. They're, they're super fun to watch. I just feel so fortunate in a COVID era where seating is so limited that I get one of the best seats in the house watching from the press box. So, um yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun tonight. I think at the end of the day, I mean, there's not a ton to talk about other than you know some some lineup changes. Obviously, with Jalmerson being out, I imagine Jason Demers will probably come back in. Uh, with Larson being out due to the um, suspension, uh, I'm sure we'll see some uh, additional offensive player coming up. Not sure who that's going to be just yet. 
Um, I really have been liking how some of these guys who have been getting their opportunities, like Dryden Hunt, have been playing uh, when they've when they've gotten their chances to be out there. So we'll see. Um, we'll see who replaces Larson tonight, and I'm just really excited for what I think is going to be another fun, exciting, fast game um, for the few fans that get to come to Gila River tonight. It's going to be a blast. We've got our first reverse retro jersey night tonight. Uh, I think these jerseys are just so freaking cool. And maybe I'm a little biased. I love the color purple. <laughs> so I, I love these jerseys. Um, I, I think it's going to be cool to see. I think our fans are, uh, you know, going to get the uh, going to get the, the boys going. And uh, oh, the last thing that I didn't talk about is, I, I, you know, something that has been really wonderful that's happened throughout the series is Nick Schmaltz, Connor Garland and Clayton Keller have had the opportunity to play with each other probably some of the most skilled forwards on this team. Um, some of the, you know, that, that younger core that's slowly maturing on this team and they've been playing great. I mean, they have not had many goals against um, they're producing in the offensive zone. And, you know, it's fun to see these guys kind of finding their place as true first liners in the NHL and uh, really gelling with each other. So hopefully they can grab a few goals tonight and uh, we'll see a Coyotes win. So first uh, first episode here, driving in the car to Gila River Arena on the Lindsay Fry Hockey Audio Experience. Um, you know, I might as well just talk about what I'm, what I'm doing when I'm sitting in the car, and I just appreciate you guys listening. And um, I'll keep doing this for anybody who's looking for my thoughts leading into Coyotes games. If you are not in Arizona, um, maybe this isn't as relevant to you, but maybe it is. Maybe you're looking to uh, support a new team. I know I've got some friends who have been listening to me on the radio and uh, who live in, you know, Canada and Boston, who now they say their their second favorite team is the Coyotes. So, um, yeah, if you're looking for a team to support, uh, then jump on board with these and I will keep posting them. So thanks so much for listening and uh, go Yotes. Let's bring it home. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this. If you're a Coyotes fan, I hope you really enjoyed it. If you're not, I hope you're at least somewhat interested in what's going on around the NHL in a somewhat non-traditional hockey market. Um, it would mean a ton to me if you would go like the podcast, uh, retweet it, or wherever it is that you're seeing this. Um, please share it and let people know that uh, if they're interested in the Coyotes and hearing my thoughts, that they have a place to do it now. Thanks so much.